Hey guys, what's up? My name is Ines. I write kissing books and today I'm having a bit of a breakdown because that bang went off without an explosion. Do you know how to put the wow in bow chicka wow wow? Let me show you how. Let's break it down. Do you struggle to write intimacy in your romance novels? Are you searching for a place to put that love scene in because you know it's expected? Then when you get there, is it all insert tab A into slot B? Have you heard readers say, oh, I just skipped the sex scenes in books? Your love scene should be integral to the plot. Otherwise, it's just description that, yeah, readers can gloss over so that they can get back to that important action in the plot. There was a great Twitter thread going around for a while on the inter interwebs where a reader said that they skipped the sex scene in Julia Quinn's The Duke and I, book one in the Bridgerton series, only to realize that that sex scene, y'all know what sex scene I'm talking about, was integral to the plot and the reader had to go back and read it to understand what all the hubbub, y'all know what hubbub I'm talking about, what all the hubbub was about. Please note that I am not saying that your sex scenes should be controversial. What I am saying is that they should be integral to the story. Okay, Ines, so then how do I make my sex scenes integral to the story? Well, we've talked about the 12 pacing points and it's my opinion that the sex scenes are almost always scenes of growth, of regrouping, or of a setback. Let's recap the first half of my 12 point pacing method. With pace point one, the setup, you're introducing the main characters, you're introducing the world, and you're trying to make your hero and or your heroine empathetic. The second pacing point is that want need that you set up because all characters have goals and sometimes the character knows exactly what they need and they go through the whole story following after that need of a goal. Other times they bumble around because they think they know what they want until they get to closer to the middle of the story and they figure out what they actually need. The third pacing point is the plan. As soon as the want dialogue of the character or one of the character's friends saying what it is that their character want, a plan usually ensues, even if that plan is, I'm not gonna do anything. Well, dear, that's a plan. And so your hero or your heroine will take the first step on their journey. Once they take that first step on their journey, uh, an obstacle gets put in their place because you're just a meanie and you have to throw something in their way to then test their growth, which is the fifth pacing point, and the growth scene is a reaction to what happened when your hero came face to face with that first obstacle. After a growth scene, or sometimes before, depending upon how your story is going, your hero is going to have a setback or a false victory. They're going to think that they advanced to see that, oh no, what I thought was a win wasn't, or they'll have a real true setback where they get knocked down and they have to start rethinking things, which brings us to the regroup. And in the regroup, your hero or heroine is looking at what just happened. And they're asking themselves, hmm, is this plan of mine going to work? Am I going to have to make some adjustments? Am I going to have to shift things around? It's those three pacing points, the growth, the setback, and the regroup that I think is fertile ground, nice comfy sheets for a sex scene to happen. So we're primarily gonna be concerned with those last three because it's those last three that characters tend to grow, learn, and evolve emotionally. So if we're going to talk about sex scenes, we need a non-TV rated quintessential text to have as an example. So eeny, meeny, miny, I choose 50 Shades of Grey. 50 Shades of Grey, 
If you're a romance reader, a romance author, then you would know it's an erotic romance about the sexual awakening of Anastasia Steele, who falls in love with the sexual dominant and enters the world of BDSM. The setup of Fifty Shades of Grey is Anna interviewing Christian Grey for her college newspaper. Both of their interests in each other becomes clear during this interview, but it's also clear that Anna wants a traditional relationship with this man, which is not going to happen. She is not going to get that. She's really following along with his plan for most of act one as he pursues her and he tries to convince her to become contractually his sexual submissive. The first obstacle in Fifty Shades of Grey is when the couple encounters gasp and as a virgin. In the film, Fifty Shades of Grey, the growth scene happens after Christian learns about Anna's V-card. Christian is beside himself over this. He just showed this young woman his red room of pain with all of his toys and chains. His reaction to that obstacle is to have vanilla sex with Anna in his bed. Yay, growth! This scene of growth, which is a sex scene, goes straight to the hero's wound of not being lovable and needing to be in control at every single turn. Christian gives up some of his clearly defined rules and boundary lines to accommodate Anna. And you can see that we're chipping away at some of his reasons against falling in love in this love scene where it's in his bedroom, not his playroom, and how he's doing it, missionary style, with Anna's hands free and not bound. It's showing that change is afoot in this particular person. It's growth for both of them, and the scene is not skippable in order to understand the next part of the story, which brings us to the scene of setback. In general, if one character gives up the good, so to speak, and there's a problem, either internal or external, then that's likely a scene set for a setback. In the film, Fifty Shades of Grey, there's more obstacles happening in between the subplots with these two main characters, but we're primarily interested in the banging scenes. The next banging scene happens after, shortly after Anna wakes up from the first love scene, that growth scene that where he made love to her in his bed. Anna finds Christian in the main room playing a very sad song on the piano. She reaches for him, thinking that they're closer now after their first sexual experience together. And Christian dodges her attempts at an embrace. And instead, he lifts her up and he bangs her again. <laughs> this is a false victory. Anna thought she'd won in that first sex scene because she thought that they were closer. It's a false victory because she's not getting the emotion that she's hoping to get from him because right now, Christian is still incapable of it. Now, in the movie, we don't see much actual banging in this setback sex scene, but think about how you'd write this if you were trying to show that Christian is trying to pull away and reestablish the boundaries between them. Think of the location that you might have it in. You probably wouldn't have him going back to the, his bedroom. He's probably gonna take her to the playroom, which is his controlled environment. Think about the sex position that they might do it in. It was missionary that first time and missionary allows for a lot of intimacy and embracing, but, this is a setback now. This is a false victory. So maybe he embraces her from the back to avoid any eye contact or kissing. You see where I'm going? 
this would be a great place to skip over a few of the levels of the 12 stages of intimacy, which we're going to talk about in the next episode. But in a nutshell, the 12 stages of intimacy shows um, how we get from first contact with the person to getting inside their pants. And it moves from places like eye to eye, hand to hand, mouth to mouth, on downward towards genitals to genitals, which is the 12th spot. In that first love scene, Christian hit all of the 12 stages, starting at the very top with awareness and eye to eye. It was a clear sign that he was moving towards her. But if you take out some of those levels away and have him not look at her, have him not touch her hand and have him go straight for level 12, that would be a clear sign that something is off and his character is going in a different direction than Anna's. The next pacing point is the regroup where characters often reflect on what their path so far has done and they either recommit to the forward trajectory that they were on or they make a new plan of attack. And remember, we're just looking at the banging scene. So there's a lot of, a lot of things that happen um, in between that last love scene and this one that's coming up next. So in Fifty Shades of Grey, at this point, it's been a few days and a few scenes before our lovers get back between the sheets. And before they do, we come back to that sex contract subplot. Christian has left Anna with the contract to review. He sent her links and keywords to study about his lifestyle. And Anna, who just graduated college, is doing her due diligence with this homework. But as she's doing the research into the BDSM lifestyle, she's not always liking what she sees on the internet. <laughs> Surprise. Christian is pressuring Anna to sign that contract to make her his submissive via email messages. And at one point, Anna sends him a message back saying, it's been nice knowing you. Christian takes this as rejection and he comes to her house with seduction in mind. He binds her, he blindfolds her, and then he has rough sex with her in her bedroom. When she still won't sign the contract, he leaves. That's not the last of it. Not their last obstacle, not their last sex scene. So both of them have to regroup at this point. Christian has to figure out another way to get what he wants, which is her signing that contract. And she has to figure out another way to get what she wants, which is an intimate relationship with this man that she's falling for. This regroup scene is not the last of it. It's not their last obstacle, it's not their last sex scene, but it's a start in their try-fail cycle. And we can already see that both of them are having an emotional arc that looks a bit more like a roller coaster than just you know, like a half moon. They each have changed by this point in the story and we're not even at the midpoint yet. Remember, there are try-fail cycles in fiction. You can have more than one obstacle growth, regroup, setback. Obstacle, setback, regroup, growth. So maybe the first love scene is a scene of growth in the trifail cycle. And then maybe the next sex scene is a regroup in a different trifail cycle. And finally, there's a setback in maybe the major trifail cycle before we get to the confrontation, which is that last obstacle before act three begins. Work in your character's wounds and their goals into these scenes. Use the location or the setting to help illustrate the level of intimacy they are currently at. Use the sexual positions and the particular sex act to indicate your character's motivations in the scenes. Doing all of this will truly help give your readers a wild ride. Be sure and sign up to my newsletter for the launch of my next course, Writing Dirty. And yes, it's dirty, because if you're not doing it dirty, then you're doing something wrong. 
says the woman who is currently not in a relationship. You can find out more about my upcoming course, Writing Dirty, at inesswrites.com forward slash writing dirty. Or you can find out more about my new course, Writing Sweet, at inesswrites.com forward slash writing sweet. If you want a more in-depth exploration of pacing, try out my Pace Turner Pacing course, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at inesswrites.com forward slash PTP for Pace Turner Pacing. In the meantime, you guys, you go and get them words, and I'll try and keep it together until the next time that we break it down. Bye. Bye.